non-podcast news i recently did a double feature with a couple of my friends of both mario movies back to back we did well, the illumination one first and then the the live action one were from you the drunk 90s when you agreed to this i can finally talk oh, yeah, about no, the illumination this is a, i just saw it recently too oh yeah, go on i have no interest a, so spoil whatever you want yeah this is like a semi-regular thing where like me and my friends will do a themed double feature movie and it's supposed to be one good and one bad I picked the Illumination as the good. I don't particularly love it, but it is considered the better movie. I will say after watching both, because it was my first time watching the live action one, mm-hmm. I definitely would have reversed the orders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I feel like the old one's way more entertaining than the new one, just based off vibes. It is, like, the new one is more technically adept. Like, I will say, I have no negative notes for the new one's, like, animation or, like, sound design. I have a lot of problems with some of the sound design. I think, like, the technical aspect is good. Well, if we're talking scoring, that's different than sound design. (laughs) Yeah, their use of, like... Uh, their their use of fucking um, licensed music is weird and feels really unmotivated 90% of the time. Well, that sounds like an Illumination Um, picture. Yeah, it's the only Illumination picture I've seen, actually. Um, so, this is what I have to base all of it. The yeah. first Despicable Me was alright. Other than that, they really haven't done anything. Gotcha. But uh, the 93 Mario movie is, I won't defend it as, like, good filmmaking, but it is fascinating, and it is just, like, captivating. Uh, it is a bizarre ride where it just feels like nobody is quite in sync on what they want this movie to be, but the directors are trying super hard to push through their version while the producers really don't want it to happen. Okay. But does it, does it, uh, does it improve the movie knowing that Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were drunk off their ass the entire time and barely remember filming it? Oh yeah. No, uh, my, my partner, she loves to pull up the trivia on IMDb on a movie as soon as we're done and just start like, spouting it off which i love it actually is a oh, very man, fun I, part of man i do that i do that too there. yeah no but yeah she that was like one of the first things she threw out <laughs> there and i was like that makes so much sense uh and i've heard a lot of the craziness behind this movie but then like hearing the legend of it and then finally watching it i was like this movie actually kind of rules but not in a way that like not that it's good it just like i had an incredible time watching it yeah it's like you're um, not watching a good movie but you're watching a movie where you're like you know what there's something in this that feels inspired and like it's has all, ideas it's all inspiring but in the biblical sense of the term when you yeah, watch illumination yeah, and it's it's like watching an advertisement but it's 90 minutes long it's really weird and like there's no soul in it and you're like oh that movie is so aggressively like here is this nintendo thing that you like over and over and over again for its entire run that i like i couldn't pay attention to anything else and then watching it a second time because i saw it in theaters and then this double feature was watching it the second time um yeah i like going to the movies and i have amc a list so technically it's not like i really john wick four was out at the same time you could have just seen that and again or I, I saw it first you could have seen <laughs> it again john wick four already it was great um 
the top down scene amazing i, <laughs> I love hotline, they went full miami. hotline miami yeah <laughs> <laughs> i want to say i i might be making this up uh i don't have a source to back it up but i want to say one of the directors straight up said that scene was inspired by hotline miami <laughs> uh, if they if they um, said it wasn't i'd call them a liar yeah I'd say full of shit is what you are <laughs> I mean, like, the, the guys who direct these movies are stunt people, and stunt people love video games and shit, so, <laughs> from my personal experience, so this is, this is probably accurate. But uh, what I was going to say about the, the live-action Mario movie, just to cap off my thoughts on it, is that it's the only Mario media period, like, movie, video game, anything... Where it does feel like the fact that they're plumbers is relevant and actually, like, <laughs> they do, one, any actual plumbing, and two, that it becomes incredibly intrinsic to moving the plot forward. Yes. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is the only one I have ever seen where somebody actually was like, they're plumbers, right? And, like, made that part of it. <laughs> also, John Luguizamo is a national treasure and is so good in that movie. No, no, he's Mario, Mario. I'm Luigi See, someone's going to get mad at you for not explaining more because in the Illumination one, they literally are also plumbers on their own business, but it has nothing to do with the plot. It just, like, is it's a just thing. Yeah, the most relevance it has is in the setup, and most of what we learn about them being plumbers is that they're bad at it. No, that they're great plumbers, or at the very and least, then there's they're a like dog that wants to have... kill them, apparently. What? That's correct. Which, to be fair, some of the animations around that dog are some of the only jokes that land, like it looking menacingly at them for me. And I'm not saying, like, I cracked up, but I went like, heh. So, like, that's, like, landing for that film. Yeah, my, my favorite uh, jokes were the... The fucking star guys from Super Mario Galaxy. Oh yeah, the, the Luma that the Luma that wants to kill Luma. itself. Yeah, just wants to die, and it's just like that a was little a child's bit. voice. I thought that was all right. That was about the best it got me. And I still think it's crazy that film tries to be an advertisement that just throws in terrible music when like the obvious tracks made for the film by people who like the Mario soundtrack are really good. And I don't know why they just don't use those the whole way through. Yeah, that that was the most baffling part. You'll hear like a rendition of like a Mario thing, and I'm like, "This is a pretty good. This is a really good twist on it." Or like, "I like how this is feed again," and then it'll just be like, "Here's take on me," and you're like, "Wait, what's going on here?" It's baffling that they use take on me. They use no sleep till Brooklyn poorly. <laughs> they do use no sleep till Brooklyn. That's right. When they're running around Marioing it up in Brooklyn. Wait, so that that, that, so that song it. was heavily featured in two movies that came out in like a week apart. Yeah, correct. That's incredible. <laughs> I do also love one joke somebody made was the about the illumination one because it opens. They're not opens, but near the beginning they have that commercial for their plumbing business. Um, and somebody's like, you can tell that Mario and Luigi are truly Brooklynites because like when the truck kind of veers off course and Luigi really quickly corrects it for their tiny little like model truck, it's veering towards Queens and. He'll be damned if they're in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> There's truth in what he speaks. <laughs> With that out of the way, Zach. Ah, yes. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 of World's Strongest Podcast, Kai, The Final Chapters. I'm your host, Zach. These are my co-host, Chase. Hi, I'm Final. And Thomas. Hi, I'm Chapters. And uh, today... Please, does. You know, today we're starting the Boo Saga, which uh, no my joke is. up top was just like, I, I 
I just wanted to be like, you're probably going to hear a lot less TFS references from this point forward in yeah, the podcast because we've yeah, done. officially we're passed everything they've made. better than them. I, I wouldn't say that, but we're officially gone further into Dragon Ball. You don't have to, Ball. I did. Yeah, in our content creation. We already have feuded one-sidedly enough with them. No. <laughs> I say feuded as if they have ever responded or if any of them listen to this podcast, which I highly doubt. Uh, oh, so it would be funny. One of them has listened to it. <laughs> yeah, if Kaiser Neko tweets, I listen in the next, like, like a month later when this comes out, because we were in a backlog, so like a month later that I'm like, I know. Uh, so Kaiser, if you're listening, just tweet, I listen when you hear this episode. <laughs> and, let it, um, and then you can know that we beat you. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> All this effort that we don't really put in is finally paying off. Speaking of effort, DBZ Kai. Today we're talking about the first three episodes of DBZ Kai, the final chapters, which is uh, overall DBZ Kai episode 99, 100, and 101, which uh, episode 99, seven years later, starting today, Gohan is a high school student. Seven years have passed. I know, crazy. And <laughs> Gohan has finally gotten into a good high school, Orange Star High School. Yay! But he lives a double life, stopping criminals as the golden warrior and trying to keep this fact a secret from his high school classmates. But Fidel, daughter of Mr. Satan, is on to him. And there's episode 100. A new hero, Great Saiyaman, is born. Which is what I had been waiting for this whole time. Uh, Gohan stops by Capsule Corp and has Bulma whip him up a new super suit, taking on the identity of the Great Saiyaman. And when Videl is called away to help the police stop a kidnapping, he puts on the guise and helps save the day. Though not before giving himself away a bit by calling her by name, despite not introducing herself. And then episode 101. Uh, Videl's crisis, Gohan's urgent call-out. Uh, which I'm realizing I forgot to write my blurb for before this episode, so that's on me. But the the gist of this here is Videl and Gohan both do more superheroing around each other, and Videl is trying to get closer and closer to finding out Gohan's identity. Yeah, because Nap was fucking back from the dead and pissed. Yeah, I did. The second I saw the character that's like not Nappa but looks exactly like Nappa, like to a T, <laughs> then I was like, man, I do wish TFS had gotten to this point because this scene probably would have been fucking great. It would have been Nappa in the TFS version. His producing career would have tanked. <laughs> Damn it! They could have if it it's came out like around right by now, Mr. They Satan made a joke. Too? Oh, I was just saying, if they if they were making it, they came out right now, which dates this episode a little bit. But it could be that Nappa lost his job because of the writer strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, either that or Nappa is like the lead negotiator for the AMPTP and does not want to pay the writers, which he would. Mm-hmm. He would do this. Uh, yes. But anyway, let's get into it with episode 99, in which we have an immediate new intro logo because they rebrand Dragon Ball Z Kai to say like Dragon Ball Z Kai final chapters because this as I I believe I've alluded to I think earlier on the podcast yeah this came out s- significantly after the initial run of Kai stopped at the end of Cell uh I want to say it was like 08 when this started in Japan or no 08 is when Kai started I want to say this is like 2010 when this started in Japan or maybe like even 2015 
it was pretty close to around when Super started. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get a new intro logo, and when it goes with this like longer recap that opens this episode, that recaps Frieza to sell, but skips the Saiyan saga, which boo. Unimportant. <laughs> um, Look, we all know who Vegeta is already. It's more important that we see getting that we see Jace getting punched in the face again. I was really happy that they threw that shot in there. <laughs> but um there there's a feeling that I got when we first started I first started watching this episode that I want to know if y'all felt it too. This makes this feel like a sequel series. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, the the way they introduce it feels like the way they introduced the first episode of DBZ. With, like comparing it to Dragon Ball because I think there is a Dragon Ball recap at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, after the like scene of Bardock getting murdered um so and I'm like it it almost kind of is because it or like it has that feeling like it, this could have been the start of a sequel series because it's Gohan taking yeah. the realms now or seven now. years later Gohan's head is glow up is ostensibly the main character we've got a new soundtrack that sounds suspiciously like Stardew Valley music <laughs> I I was gonna say I've been enjoying the new soundtrack throughout these episodes it's, uh, it's, I, I feel it's like so it has nice. It's. I mean, it has way more I really like than... it, but as soon as he got to the city, I'm like, this is just fucking, this is the Stardew Valley town theme. Where do you think Stardew Valley got <laughs> inspiration, brother? No, no! <laughs> but we do have a lot more, like, original music, as in, like, we don't have a lot of, re- we have repeat, but it doesn't feel as repetitive as the music in the earlier Kai chapters. Like, this feels higher effort. Yes, and it's and a it little is, more, it is, like, it is a brand new, re- it, is, it is new tracks made by the guy who did Super. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who so, did Super is interesting in that we're going to see, like, the first three arcs of Super have a lot of scoring issues. Uh, yeah, apparently like, because he was putting all of his gas into this. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Because I was going to say, you're probably going to hate the all the way through the end of the Universe 6 arcs uh, score, because I also didn't love that score um, for Dragon Ball Super. Well, I guess we won't get it as much if we end up watching the movies for the first two arcs. That being said, same composer then goes on to do the Goku Black and Universal Survival arcs. Same composer, substantially better score. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with what I always believe with Dragon Ball is that whatever the people who are making Dragon Ball Toei or whatever, mm-hmm. just uh-huh. have no fucking clue what they're doing with this property and like don't give the time and effort it needs to be like a wowzer audience they just don't those people will buy it anyways mm-hmm. so i like no okay. doubt that guy like had like probably they're like all right score it you've got like a week have fun bitch and then like yeah well, that's what it like, feels like because there's like eight yeah. music tracks in the in the score for the first three arcs of super and then they have the zamasu slash goku black theme that comes in for that arc that's like wait this fucking rocks like <laughs> this sounds terrifying and then the fucking universal survival arc has like some of the best music tracks that dragon ball has put out uh, i still think about ka 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 kachitaze all the time it's fucking great <laughs> yeah i think and i think that's just like that's the problem with all dragon ball shit it seems like is that again right now they got fucked over dbz itself kai got fucked over by having bad music that they had to go take some of the old music they could i guess take and use and they did that, and that horribly failed because then they couldn't use all the music. They just used garbage music for Kai mm-hmm. most of the way through. And they got this one guy coming in because they were like, well, shit, I guess we're doing Kai Part 2 eventually. Now he's got to do Kai and Super. Yeah. And I, yeah, and, and it seems like he... Over. 
it seems like if he had to pick one that he committed time to and these two were happening simultaneously, it feels like this one because this score is a mark improvement mm-hmm. for Dragon Ball Z Kai. There are different soundtracks happening. It is insane. Yeah. <laughs> including, I, I knew this already because I remembered watching Z the Final Chapters a little bit, but I really enjoy Fight It Out, uh, the like the new opening song. Yeah. I think it's pretty yeah. catchy. I think it's fun. I watched it all three times during these episodes. <laughs> um, I was, I had kind of forgotten the closing track until I'd watched the closing track again. And I was like, the closing track is pretty solid. I'm not going to call it like super memorable. There's a reason I probably forgot it, but I also didn't skip it. Ooh. So I'm like, you know, net, net good. I was like, this is a fun track. Um, it's a lot more moody li- than fight it out. I just like how literal the ending one is. It's like, get up, Gohan, as Gohan's getting up. Then the next line, I don't remember, but he's also doing the thing. Yeah. There's also a new opening animation, which it's done in the sort of reanimated Kai style, which was very, like, Yo Son Goku and his friends return onward for Dragon Ball up until, like, the end of Super, really. Mm-hmm. This is the style they try to aim for all the time. Um... Which is, it, it looks pretty decent. Um, I still think the muscle blockiness of this style is, like, kind of awkward at times to me. And does sort of result in, like, character models that don't feel as, like, fluid in their movement. Uh, like, yeah. that's one thing you're going to really appreciate when it comes to Dragon Ball Super Broly is, like, their more, like, wavy, less blocky, rigid style allows for a lot more fluid movement, which makes for a lot more interesting fight sequences. Makes sense. Yeah, or even, like, Dragon Ball Super Superhero had, like, a lot more fluidness to their character models, even though they moved to 3D for the first time. Mm. It's like they learned the lessons that uh, fighters learned of how to use, like, dynamic angles and fuck with your character models in those angles <laughs> to make for more interesting shots. <laughs> As a sidebar, I love anytime somebody takes, like, the camera and pans it in fighters to show you how they stretch and bend the models for those close-up shots. Because you're like, oh, this shot looks really good at the angle the game forces me to look at it at. But then you move the camera, like, two ticks to the right, and you realize that Gohan's hand is, like, six times the size it's supposed to be. Hell yeah. Uh, and his arm is, but, yeah. but it's like, oh, yeah, this this really emphasizes to you, like, what a creative person can do <laughs> with a character model and, uh, like, fixed angle with the camera. Um. But yeah, uh, back on to what we're talking about here. This new <laughs> intro sequence was very fun. I thought it was really funny that they silhouette, they they use a silhouette to hide Gotenks, like yeah. what he looks like right now, despite showing Super Saiyan 3 and Ultimate Gohan completely unobscured in this. Uh, yeah, that was certainly a choice. Yeah, it's like that Gotenks is the one that they decided they need to like save. Because if I remember correctly, once Gotenks appears, they stop silhouetting him in the uh, intro as well. To be fair, Gotenks has stuck around longer than both of those two other things. Well, yeah, for the five seconds of screen time that either of those characters, Trunks or Goten, will get. I guess we had Gotenks in Superhero, but we only had uh, (laughs) fat Gotenks. Because they fucked it up. Which I was like, damn it, I wanted Gotenks to do something. (laughs) He did, he cracked Cell's Um, little dome. It's fair. Also, they do show Kid Buu in this opening, too. Like, they go, yeah, they they go, go all to the out and show everything. Yeah, everything but Gotenks is shown in this intro. Gotta <laughs> to leave, be fair, gotta this leave a little something for the after, customer. 
Yeah, this came out years after Z ended and all of this had entered. Like, yeah, I don't the even public. know why you're hiding at this point. Why you even hide it? I just, it's like, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> it's like at this point, it's yeah. They're like, ah, anime intros are full of spoilers. For this, that is both true, but does not matter because it is spoiling a series <laughs> that everyone fucking knows. And if you don't like you, why you're here now? Who cares? Uh, yeah, if you want to know, you could have just done something else then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, then we get the intro to this episode, and it's just Gohan flying on the Nimbus to go to high school for his first day of high school, which is and when I learned that Gohan is 16, mm-hmm. yep. which means he was canonically nine, 9 when he killed Cell. Or 10, depending on how you want to view hyperbolic time chamber time. I don't mm-hmm. know if that 9 uh, factors in the year he spent in there. I'm saying Thomas. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Thomas, would you like to tell me where this illustrious high school Gohan's going to? Oh, it's in Satan City. Fuck yeah. Because they they renamed the city Mr. Satan lives in to Satan City after he got the credit for killing Cell, which Gohan is just, like, fine with. He's like, I don't care to, like, out Mr. Satan, if anything. He, Gohan's whole goal is to live as normal a life as he can. The thing is, Gohan has a deep sense of justice. So when he is on his way to school and he sees a bunch of criminals robbing a bank, he has to turn Super Saiyan and stop them. <laughs> well, he turns Super Saiyan super is like a disguise. Yeah, he treats it as a disguise, not as a power-up. <laughs> Though, it, I guess it, you know, it, it serves two purposes oh, here. Officer, I could not possibly be him. My hair is black. <laughs> also, the bank robbers are incredible marksmen, if you didn't see the shot where they shoot the cop's gun out of his hand, but mm-hmm. do not kill the cop. <laughs> yeah, they are impressive. They're oh, very courteous. Also, now that Gohan is older, this is Kyle Abair taking over as the role of Gohan. I feel like I've, I've been keeping track of these things. Kyle Abair is a really great voice actor, and I think yes. he really, like, nails the character <laughs> of Gohan. Uh... I know, like, Gohan, when he gets older, gets some flack for how the, the narrative treats him most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle Bear na- nails the, like, goofiness, but with that, like, seriousness underneath it that this role calls for. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love I Gohan wanna, in these three episodes. Yeah, I just always want to give him, give give credit where credit's due. Kyle Bear kills it, which, yeah. like, I, a combination, good actor, good directing. Um, but yeah. This yeah, is what we is, see that Gohan's Gohan. been. He is he is adult Gohan. There is like no real. You wouldn't want anyone else to play it at this point. Oh yeah, which like Teen Gohan's voice actor, um, that's Colleen Clickenbeard, I believe, yes. was voicing yep. Gohan. Yes. Yeah, also just absolutely nails it. Yeah, in those Kai. two are like, the actors now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anything, the dub Gohan gets so much love in Kai. <laughs> like they. They just really nail that, which, like, the, the original Z-dub for Gohan was good, too. I think, like, there was a cultural shift in the attitude around dubs by the time they were doing Kai, as well as, like, everybody had more experience and everything, but, like, yeah, calling Click and Beard, Kyle Bear, nail it with Gohan at every age. Um, Also, yeah, a lot of good acting in general in these episodes. I was really happy with, like, the performances on the whole. Mm-hmm. Um. It just really shows, like, a love for the material from the people making the dub. That they're, like, all willing to bring their A-game to this. Yep. As well as, I mean, Dragon Ball is, like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, these episodes are some of the most fun I've had with this show in a long time. And I've been enjoying everything up until now. 
Yeah, well, it's like it's, it's like what we talked about when we talked about superhero. Like, it is really fun when Toriyama lets himself just do slice of life ish type yeah, stuff. They've with finally the given us the slice of life episodes we've been begging for. Oh yeah, which this is gonna go on for I want to say at least like the first ten episodes are this kind of arc where it's like Gohan being a superhero going to high school, him and Videl growing closer. Eventually, he starts like training Videl. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which Videl also is introduced in this scene as we see, like, Gohan runs off after fighting these guys and turning normal. Uh, (laughs) Videl comes up and somebody's like, Videl, you missed it. The Golden Warrior did it. And I think he goes to your high... Like, this guy just comes in and yells as much exposition as humanly possible. Um as, it, but this I is love our... this scene because Gohan, like, Videl's like, I wish I could beat this shit out of these guys. And the guy, the, the fucking weird, the most Toriyama-ass character design of man mm-hmm. with the most so- only side hair going, I saw, I saw this guy coming by, oh my god. <laughs> and then was Gohan like, in the background is, like, trying to, like, do, like, the tippy-toe-away maneuver. I'm just like, <laughs> well, all right, my job here is done, boys. Better hit the old dope dusty trail. Yeah, yep, it looks like everyone else is looking this way. I'm gonna go this way. And he's just, like, behind <laughs> Videl doing the, like, sneak move. Oh, yeah, no. At, when Dragon Ball's at its best, when everyone understands, like, yes, there is the big, cool, dramatic moments, but it's also, like, fucking Looney Tunes. <laughs> in like equal measure brother, we are best, in the looney tunes it, yeah we so. are the best example of like, like i think the fight scene with gohan beating up those cars looks really good i think it plays really mm-hmm. well i think the cool part where he just literally kias a car into flipping over 70 times catches all the bullets as a flex yeah it's all good and then like deforms and he's like bum 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 no <laughs> one knows that gohan Entering was stealth here. mode <laughs> yeah. gohan is no, inter- have- yeah <laughs> These episodes as a whole have some really great, like, art direction and really great, like, boards behind them. Like, these are some of the better animated episodes so far, too. I mean, it's one of the nice uh, parts is... about Boo is that it, it is, I remember it being like, there are some problems with the animation in some areas. Like, from what I remember, it's just, it's probably some of the better animated stuff throughout the whole series. Oh, yeah. The series looked like, there's a reason people still come back to Boo, even though on the whole, by the end of it, there's pacing issues. Like, it is not the best arc in terms of writing mm-hmm. um in terms of animation it has some really stellar stuff like we're we're nowhere close to it but the fight between goku and machin vegeta is still one of my favorite fights from this series in terms of like choreography and display like it's a good fight um ultimate gohan versus super boo is really solid and i think Despite, like, the wonkiness of how we get there, I think the finale of this arc is really good. Oh, yeah, the mm. Super Boo versus uh. Goku and Vegeta is one of the most well-loved fight scenes in this show, I think. Of, yeah, like, and I think that's why animation. people... Yeah, while people don't love Boo, I think people will enjoy... Or have some good memories, and that is because it ends on a high note. Yeah. Um, But back to this part, and this part is nice. Like, it is a bit of a slowdown in terms of... and like. The stakes have been drastically lowered, as our stakes now are Gohan is a superhero, uh, because he, like, can't just sit by and not use his strength to help people, which is a very good Mm -hmm. character trait, like, a very Gohan character trait, that, like, after the Cell arc, after he's had his, you know, just let go moment, he's now, like, he doesn't like fighting, but he wants to protect people, Mm -hmm. and that is what he will use his strength for. But we, haven't he even, also we haven't even really gotten the he doesn't like fighting part yet. We don't even really know. The only thing we'll find out, like, I think it's the next episode. 
or is it this episode? I mean, uh, next week this one. I first one next Vegeta, one, I believe. Or Vegeta's like you. You haven't been training as much. And that's the only thing yeah, we get to, to Gohan's power being a little bit less than the normal, and then mm-hmm. just not training as much. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah, I just wanted to point out with this scene, we get our intro to Videl, and with this person giving all this exposition, learn that Videl is also just casually a vigilante. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, she also just does hero shit on the side. Yeah, which, this is my favorite era of Videl. Um, I think this character falls off in a big way, like a lot of female characters in Dragon Ball do. Uh, Toriyama do better. <laughs> but I love... Tomboy Vigilante Videl is my favorite era. I was like, this is a fun character and is a really fun foil to Gohan, but also, like, really quickly you see the chemistry between them when they share a scene together. I'm like, no, they're very fun when you, like, just stick them in a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, of course they would end up together. It is also just very funny that Videl is actually good at fighting and actually really good at doing shit when her dad is not and is much braver than her father. Yeah, what if Mr. Satan wasn't all bluster? Yeah. She's a pretty good example. Like, right now, she can't use key. And she's a pretty good example that, like, fighters who don't use key in Dragon Ball can still be, like, decent. They can't actually go up against the real threats. But they can... They can fight people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when we cut to our first scene in the classroom. Now we gotta meet Videl's dipshit is- friends. Yeah, Sharpner, who is a, I called him Blonde Android 13. Was what uh, he looked like yes, to me, that is basically it. He's got the kind of, yeah, he's got the mullet look going. Yeah, he doesn't wear a hat, but he has like a tank top and like, he's just literally like, what I love is that Videl's like, you have blonde hair, are you the golden warrior? Is what like this hero <laughs> is being called. And he's just like, nah, I'm too busy at the gym to go save the world. Oh, so good. <laughs> I was like, that told me so much about this character (laughs) with a single line. Um, And then Gohan is introduced as he is the new exchange student, or who's just been entered in, which immediately... And Videl's other friend, Erasa, just immediately wants to jump in on his bones. Yeah. She wants the D so bad from Gohan, just from the word go. They're just like, he's Uh, like, Gohan's hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's hot and a nerd. I do love like seeing this scene after seeing our like the previous scene. We see Gohan in a way that we would like expect. Like Gohan, you know, being a hero, being a fighter because that's where he ended at mm-hmm. the end of Cell. And then we see Gohan having like almost no social skills. Like he's not as bad as Goku. He's trying well, much harder. He was raised in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, this is, like, the epitome of someone who was raised in the middle of nowhere, but, like, tried to learn how to, like, interact with people. Just <laughs> unfortunately, didn't have the opportunity. Unfortunately, all of his interaction with people who also lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of his friends live in the middle of nowhere and are, like, 15 years older than him at minimum. And also have no social skills. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... No, this is like very funny. We also hear Gohan aced all of his entrance exams. Yeah, which uh, the the teacher is just like reading out all of his nerd shit requirements. Like, all right, just so you guys know, this new kid, big fucking nerd. Feel free to bully him. <laughs> exactly. I also, but I just love that. I just heard that. And I was like, damn. Classic Dragon Ball problem of 
man, this guy is just not strong at all. He's just like a little baby. Look how not ripped he is. And Gohan is just <laughs> absurdly Still shredded. just the most jacked man in the room. Like, objectively, yeah, no. uh, just an incredibly swole human being. Um, and it's just so funny. Everyone's like, what a weakling. And, like, <laughs> there are multiple scenes where it shows off Go- Gohan's chest. Mm-hmm. And his chest is, like, a solid four inches Still off his, just from chiseled. his head. Yeah, just, like, bolt out of his fucking gourd. <laughs> I'm um, reminded of when I was watching the Android 13 movie with my partner. Yes. And she just pointed out that everyone's chest looks like they're in a corset. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. It's sexy. It's masculine. Yeah, it is. When I have Freddie Mercury be my fucking coach, I expect us all to be wearing corsets, okay? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Australian Freddie Mercury. To... So powerful. <laughs> I... I just also wanted to give a congrats to Chi Chi when I heard that Gohan aced all of his tests because that was that's what she had been working She's on. Like, well, Goku had been that was the second Chi-Chi. cell fight, the one figuring out my math. And now she can <laughs> give up on Goten. Yeah, no, she does not care about Goten nearly as much. Well, least, you look like, at Gohan. Try to be... There's a natural aptitude for intelligence. You look at Goten. <laughs> no offense. My man would have problems. He just has a problem. The man, Even those the man kids you get back and you're like, to the tree. when you're like, when you get him and you're like, oh, Gohan, yeah, he's he's so much like both of us. And Goten, just like his father. Um, <laughs> and you just like, well, and Goten's like, saying, you know it. Yeah. Goten is not like his father in one very important way, and that's that Goten is has like actually really well developed social skills. Yes, yeah, that's like true. as we, especially as we see in the new super arc that they did in the manga leading into superhero. I'm like, oh yeah, Goten's like the only one of them who is like good at making friends and talking <laughs> to people like easily. Like Goten, like Gohan may be much smarter than him. Goten is the one that will probably like be able to navigate the real world the easiest. <laughs> <laughs> They're all strong as shit. Goten, obviously not as strong as Gohan. Or Goku. Or Goku. Yeah. <laughs> but he's the one that, like, he'll be able to go and order a burger at McDonald's easily <laughs> and make a friend. Yeah, no, Goten is, like, obviously just normal in the way that, like, Gohan's, like, a super genius, uh, but not Bulma-level genius, though. I feel like mm-hmm. you could easily say he is. He just isn't, for some reason, ever per- portrayed that way. He's obviously because Bulma his, needs to have his a thing. thing. Isn't, his thing isn't robots. It's, yeah, so right, we yeah, can't like see Saiyans. what he does. Yeah, um, God, the Super Saiyans are still so fun. Um, and he's like level genius and fucking re- the strongest character could be the strongest character multiple times throughout the series. You've never you never truly know with him mm-hmm. if he is the strongest or not. You just don't know. Now with Beast Mode, who fucking don't knows? know who's showing up. You have Goku lives for battle. Period. Everything else is secondary and is so emotionally and socially stupid, it's it, it pales in comparison to most people. But, you know, it's still like a good They're all good people. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, had if you told him, like, how gears work, you'd literally blow his mind apart. <laughs> um, and then you have Goten, who's just like, seems like a kid who probably gets B's and C's, has some, like, real good friends. Probably likes martial arts quite. It's just like normal, like absolute normal guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely has like had girlfriends. Has definitely had sex at some point. Well, definitely in like we're like Gohan. He's had sex with Videl, probably once. 
No, they they probably do it a lot now, but you're just like before <laughs> then you're like like I said, Goto me like, yeah, I've had multiple girlfriends. Gohan is gonna have one girlfriend. Goku's gonna have one wife. He never even had the girlfriend <laughs> stage of his life. Like, they're just built different out there. <laughs> out yeah. there in the boonies, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it's so good though. And Goten's good like, I'm like... normal, I socialized. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun seeing the entire like Sun family, like the the mid of the Sun family, and that they are like very distinct, despite having like a common through line. Mm-hmm. Like I'd say, you still see the Goku in Gohan in like some of his interactions. Like you see, oh that that's his dad. Uh, Goten is Goku. He's he's little Goku, but it's very fun seeing the differences between the three of them and where each of them excel. I'm gonna throw out a dramatic irony joke here that I don't think the show ever reinforces, but. Go on. Goku parenting Gohan made him what Chi-Chi wanted, and Chi-Chi parenting Goten made Goten what Goku wanted. And that is the <laughs> true dramatic irony of the situation. It is incredibly That, funny. like, throwing oh, Gohan shit, out good. to the wolves of the dinosaurs has made him a bookworm at heart. And then Chi-Chi forcing him to do books was like, I'm going to be like that, I'm going to be a martial art, I'm going to unlock Super Saiyan right away. And everyone's like, fuck. Uh. We really Gohan fucked these coming, kids up. Gohan coming back from the drag from the dinosaur mines. Oh, I don't want to do that ever again. I guess it's the books for me. Yeah. Goten coming Go, back from Go the book mines. Put me the dragon dinosaur mines. I yearn for the meat. I yearn for the meat of the sword, brother. Piccolo, close God. beat me out of here. <laughs> no, I I will deal with the granddaughter. I skip a generation, yeah, is- kid. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Piccolo will mentor Goten and Trunks a little bit, but he does really just kind of skip that to, like, mentoring Gohan's uh, daughter, Pan, (laughs) and also mentoring Gohan again in Super Hero. Like, just doing it in a much more, like, subtle way. Um, But back to this episode, as we then get, like, Gohan introduce it to everybody and, like, erase it. I really love Erasa talking to Gohan about Videl and being like, don't you see? She's the daughter of Mr. Satan, the guy who killed Cell, like, years ago. And she's saying this to the person who actually <laughs> killed Cell. I know, Which is very yeah. funny to me. <laughs> He's like, oh, It's like cool. the, the really learning how the, the world <laughs> perceives all these events. <laughs> um, I also like that Videl instantly sniffs out uh, Gohan. He's like, yeah, you missed the Golden Warrior. He was wearing, like, a vest that looked like yours and a shirt that looked like yours. Kind of had hair that looks like yours and pants. And, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, she has, like, an aside in one of these episodes, like, in her head where she's like, I remembered seeing the videos when Dad fought yeah, it's at this the moment right games, here. Yeah. And there were people that could turn blonde. <laughs> she's, like, she's the only uh, person so- on Earth who remembers that Super Saiyan exists. Yeah, for Videl's real. the only person in the world who's somewhat intelligent and cares. <laughs> yeah, she's a jock, but she's also very smart. I don't even know if she's a jock. She's not, she's like a jock, but she's not a jock. She's just like some weird fucking kid who's just like actually got the superpower. She's the weirdo kid who's like really into stuff who never got the superpowers, but she actually got the superpowers. Mm-hmm. She can go and fight crime and shit. And does. And she's also but... just a huge nerd. And she's got a helicopter. She's, yeah, and she she's got rich jet. parents. <laughs> what if Lex yeah. Luthor got ripped and was a woman? Uh, well, the first half of that is All Star Superman. That's true. I don't. I don't think she transitioned to that one. No, I don't think so either. 
But back to this, uh, we then get them all going out to play baseball, which, like, their coach is Australian <laughs> for shit. some reason. I love, yeah, I love this <laughs> Freddie Mercury kind of looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Sharpener as, like, trying to just, like, fuck with Gohan throughout this. Um, which Gohan... I, my favorite part of this is that Gohan has spent so much time around the Z-Warriors that he has no baseline for what, like, average human ability is. Because they're playing baseball, Sharpner hits the ball, it's gonna go, like, home run. Gohan jumps 25 feet in the air to catch it, and then hangs there for, like, a solid 5-10 seconds to figure out where to throw the ball, and then throws it to get someone else out. And Gohan thinks he's like, ha, they'll never know that I'm a superhero yeah. now. And it cuts to everyone else. And they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it's, they do this twice in this bit. Because then Sharpner, like, beans Gohan with a fastball to the face. Feel like, ha ha, this will get him. And it hits. And Gohan just does not flinch or react in any conceivable way after getting hit in the face. That <laughs> he's like, so, like... I get to, I get to go. No, right? it's, I get my. No, it's, I get my base, right? Because he's a nerd, he's like, I believe when the player gets hit, they get to take like the first base. Yes, they That's do. That's right. All right, and then does the happiest jump in a skip I've ever seen. Anime, like one of the few, like this is what a great day it's been. He's man, like, this is so easy. Again, Gohan, you've done it again, you sly <laughs> bastard. You've proven yourself as quite the chameleon. I know, yeah, the repeated bit of Gohan being like, I am nailing this in his head to, like, in this specific shot, like, as they're animating him jot and whatnot, if you look at the background, everyone is just, like, slack-jawed and terrified of what he just did. I do like yeah, the most, like, shocked person is Sharpner, because he's like, nope, dipshit, you were supposed to duck that, oh my god, what? Yeah. Like, Sharpner, yeah, is, like, has the fucking, like, mouth down, like, mm -hmm. oh my god, a face, it's like, he did not want to actually hit the kid. No, yeah, you were supposed he to duck that. He meant for duck, and Gohan knew no, that he couldn't be hurt by it just fucking <laughs> took it in the face it's so yeah, good just assuming that's what everyone does there are so <laughs> many small little like lines i think fit really well and like so many small writing things i think actually mm -hmm. make this almost timeless in its own unique way like gohan where, walks up holds the baseball bat backwards yeah incorrectly is like your guys you're left-handed and is holding it like you would if you're a right-handed mm -hmm. um and guys like yeah whatever just swing i think sharpener being like i'm gonna fuck with this guy because he's a new guy and then Eraser being like, he's really hot. And, but I think Sharpner, or Sharpner, or whatever the fuck. Sharpner, yeah, yeah, Shatner, whatever. Sharpner. William Shatner. Sharp. Yeah. Um, uh, the best thing about him is he's not doing it, but he's like, he's jealous. He's just like, it's the new guy. I'm going to fuck with him. And mm -hmm. then right after this scene, he's like, hey, man, you're cool, pretty much. Like, after yeah. this. Have you ever yeah. hit somebody in the face with a base, with a fastball so hard that you became friends for life? Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> hey, me and you, we're good friends. I think Gohan fucking with Videl is really funny, or unintentionally being funny with Videl is good. When she's like, do you know where right field is? He's like, nope, but I think I'll figure it out. And her being super <laughs> upset about that is very good. There's so many like, little scenes in here that work to, for everyone's character development that are like just very funny that I like, and I think everyone just kind of being like, this fucking guy's all right. It's, like, super funny yeah. to me. <laughs> I just loved, yeah, because fucking Sharpner comes up to him after this and asks him to join the boxing yeah, club. Right. And He's my like, first yeah. thought is just, like, Sharpner doesn't realize that he would die if Gohan <laughs> attempted so to punch him. So much as flicked him. Yeah. 
It's so, no, there is so many good character bits in these episodes. Like, it is some of the better character writing that Toriyama does outside of combat, which I think reminds it, it you feels, that Toriyama has a good eye for this. Yeah, I think like, it feels natural, right? Like, the, this is kind of mm-hmm. like a schoolish bully guy. He's probably not really that bad, it seems like. Just kind of mm-hmm. a jerk. Kind of a yeah. dick in the normal, some people are just kind of dicks way. Hits yeah. the kid, feels somewhat bad about it, goes from after school, man, hey, you want to join our club? You look like you take a hit. I think we'd, we'd love to have you. He's like, no, nah, I can't do it. He's like, all right, cool. I'll see you in school tomorrow then. Mm-hmm. Like, very just normal. Very much. It could have been like a whole, like, actually, he's really jealous of her because of blah, blah. It's like, that's ah, so boring, though. Like, we don't need to get into any of that. It's just like, hey, just, there's normal <laughs> kids, normal school. Who are, these people have all been friends for a while, and it's whatever. And there's a yeah, fourth one the to the friend group now, now. They're all trying to figure out if they want him. Like how that how what he's about. Like, yeah. Um I do love Yeah, everybody also has to keep remembering that Go or Gohan sort of tells on himself in terms of like maybe he has powers and then he tells them where he lives and they find out that he lives like six hundred miles away <laughs> from this school. He wakes uh, up. But really I love that everybody just really quickly just <laughs> yeah, everybody just accepts this really quickly of like, yeah, you probably just have to wake up early. Well, it's yeah, that yeah. or except this man has superpowers, which they, I just don't think they want to, like, it's just, that's just crazy to them. I mean, yeah, but also there are noted superheroes running around, or a noted just superhero the one. running around. There's Hercule yeah. running around. Mm-hmm. Because, but like, no one knows how, because sh- Hercule uh, says Mr. all Satan. smoked, Mr. Satan's, yeah, says all like smoke and mirrors and shit. <laughs> uh, maybe what they're seeing, like, he has gaslit the whole world of thinking there's a lot of magicians going around mm-hmm. and I don't even know what he even believes anymore. <laughs> God, it's so funny. The power of magicians yeah. that Mr. Satan's is... The <laughs> power magicians have been given by Mr. Satan is incredible and it will be abused. People know oh, yeah. this. <laughs> but yeah, this is the end of this episode. It just kind of sets the stage for like what is Gohan's turn. Oh, it does end with Gohan being like, I should get an outfit. I should, yeah, I should really stop fighting crime in my street clothes. Someone's going to catch on eventually. Yeah, he's like, the blonde hair will not fool them for that <laughs> long. <laughs> uh, I mean, if Superman proves anything, it's that you could probably get away with it longer than he thinks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I also, yeah, that's the end of this episode as he flies off to Capsule Corp. One thing I really find funny... And it's just, this is completely unintentionally. So they do their transition scene of, like, it's Goten and Trunks doing the fusion. Mm-hmm. And then it splits apart to reveal Videl. It's yeah. just very unintentionally, so very funny. funny. Of it's like, we're fusing into Videl. And I'm just like, hey why guys. is this the transition scene? <laughs> I don't understand, but I like it. Transition animator woke up that day and chose violence. Yeah. I mean, Videl also is voiced by Kara Edwards, who also voices Goten in this dub. Powerful. That's funny. Yeah. I did. Oh, I guess we didn't describe. Videl also is like, to describe her appearance, I guess, at this point, she's like the OG wearing a really big t shirt and then like compression shorts, which became very fashionable when I got to college, I remember. At least a lot of girls <laughs> were wearing it in college. Um,. But she just wears that with, like, the badge for their high school around her hip. Uh, and then she has, like, black gloves and black hair fashioned into two big-ass pigtails yep. on either side of her just face. massive and pigtails. Yeah. And is almost always scowling. Yeah. Yes. And she's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Where was I, where was I going with this? Um, the start of the remember. next episode, maybe? The start of the next episode. 
which this gives us the introduction to Great Saiyaman as a persona. <laughs> God, it's so good. Uh, I mean, honestly, the most shocking thing that this opens with is that Bulma smokes now, I guess. Yeah, she has fully entered her smoking milf phase. Yeah, which, like, nice. <laughs> good for uh, us, good for her. <laughs> exactly. Well, probably not good for her, but she's got enough science to know how to be fine with and it. She can cure cancer, I don't care. If she got cancer, it would be cured in, like, two months. Well, yeah, right she's now, just some of the Dragon Right now, she's working on making clothes that naturally meld to your body through... Um, Breaking it down watch. in a molecular ladder. Yeah, level. I'll get that done in a day. <laughs> no, it'll take like a yeah. couple hours. Just sit right there, go. Yeah, on. you chill. <laughs> it's not even a day. Yeah, it's good to go. Go, go find. Go, go find. Uh, go find trunks. Have some fun. Yeah, I was sitting here wondering. I was like, is Gohan intentionally trying to stroke Bulma's ego a little bit? Because he first said he's like, well, I figured you're so smart and clever and good at doing things that you could probably do something like this, right, Bulma? I'm like, is he? Is he doing this, like, because he legitimately means this? Like, not that he, like, wouldn't think this highly of Bulma, but is he playing this up to, like, stroke her ego a little I bit? I think it's, I, it's I, a I, bit of A, bit of B. I think it's pure, so, yeah. good-hearted Gohan nature. I think Gohan's so pure of heart that he's just literally, like... I mean, he's spent all the time with Bulma. She's made rocket <laughs> ships. She's, yeah. like, made all the items. He's probably just like, Bulma, you're like the smartest. You are the smartest, most talented yeah, I think person. And he's, just, I, I he's, think like, he's stroking your ego. He's stroking her ego, but, like, doing it in a way that, like, he doesn't even realize it. Yeah, he's probably That's stroking just, her oh, ego yeah. because, This like, is just how you get things from Bulma. Yeah, he's just, everyone knows, and, like, you're not lying. You probably, yeah. she probably is the most talented, the most technically proficient person to exist on the planet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Or none. I mean, we get that even more as the series goes on. Like, in Super, she's going to, because I know future Bulma invented the time yeah, machine. Yeah, she made a fucking time machine. In Super... Yeah, in Super, our timelines, Bulma, will figure out how to recreate the time machine over the course of, like, 24 hours. It wasn't even art, apparently. Yeah. To be fair, she did have the broken time machine as a base, but still. <laughs> um, But yeah, this is when she's like, you should go hang out with Trunks and go, or Vegeta, because Vegeta's getting Trunks started on training now. Yeah, they're probably in the gravity room. Yeah. <laughs> Because this is just such a trait now of training in Dragon Ball is artificial Did gravity. Did you catch the, what the door to the gravity room looked like? No. It looks like a like su like it looks like the hatch to a submarine. It's like pure sheet metal. Has like the twisty like metal like uh, the twisty uh, wheel that like locks it closed, and it just has gravity room stamped on the uh, door. <laughs> I love that. And it's, like, up against just, like, a normal hallway wall. It's just there. I love that a lot. <laughs> That's just... But you nah, but you don't let get... anyone else into that room. <laughs> they will just yeah. pancake. This is when we get our first look at kid trunks, our timeline's trunks, in these episodes. Uh, which he just kind of wears a gi all the time. <laughs> trunks? The, the only thing I can really say. Yeah, little trunks. He just wears like that gray gi with the orange belt. Uh, his, in in that scene, he does. In the next yeah. scene, he's actually just wearing like a cap. Yeah, he's wearing like normal clothes pants. after. And he yeah. looks like a rugrat kid. Oh, I didn't notice. And he that. looks like a rugrat. So, like, he just looks mm -hmm. like a rugrat's child. Yeah, it's true. Also, voiced by Laura Bailey in the dub of these chapters, true. which I thought <laughs> was, they had already switched over to Alexis Tipton, who will voice this character in Super uh, and Onward and this age of Gohan. Uh, mainly, well, both very talented actresses. I just would have thought, like, Laura Bailey would not have come back for final chapters in 2015 because she would definitely be too expensive. 
this would be like trying to get the uh, Troy Baker to come be Helmeppo in One Piece again. Like I don't think he's come gonna on. do it. He'll do it. For Have you group. seen Helmeppo? Have you seen his glow up? He'll be back. Well, I don't. I don't know how long. I, I'm also still reading One Piece. I'm like most of the way through Dressrosa at this point. I don't know when he ever comes back. He'll be um, back. Yeah, a quick Google. Don't you dare touch that, that Google. Uh, oh, it's just a quick. Uh, Mike McFarlane has taken over voicing Helmeppo oh, okay. after episode 68 and onward of. <laughs> Although apparently Troy Baker came back to voice Helmeppo in episode 280. See, there you go. Yeah, but it's mostly Mike McFarlane. Though, fun fact, Sean Schemmel voiced Helmeppo in the 4Kids dub of this anime. That's hilarious. So that's, that's really funny. I did not know that that was a thing. <laughs> well, now you know. Anyway. And now we get our first look at Vegeta. Yeah, who just, his widow's peak is widow's peaking, as always. This is also his, like, his costume change here is just kind of, like, the undersuit, but now sleeveless and no armor. He still wears, like, the white gloves and the boots. Mm -hmm. But but now he just has, like, a blue tank top and blue leggings. And he just takes one look at Gohan, and he's like, you've barely even trained! Idiot. <laughs> just walks off, basically. <laughs> All he does is scowl is his enti- on his entire screen time. Yeah, yeah he's just really depressed. unhappy. <laughs> well, he's sad that Goku's gone. Yeah. It's been he seven years. Get over it. I mean, I don't, did you, did you, I don't even think he has his white gloves on this scene. I was trying I to remember. I, wrote down, I just wrote down because I thought it was very funny. That he has big old... It's like, for me, it was like, I love his big sweatpants that he has on. As he comes out, he's got this blue, like, shirt on, like a blue long-sleeve shirt, Mm -hmm. and just big sweats that go up to his waist. (laughs) And he just looks pissed, like a dad who just got out of the gym after dealing with his son the whole day in there. (laughs) Fucking good workout in. Now I gotta see Gohan. I don't even think you see his hands in the scene, actually. Do you not? I don't think so. I don't remember. I I I wrote down long blue shirt... Big sweatpants. <laughs> Love a big The biggest pants. sweatpants. Because he will the transition. I, th- I know in the outfit you're talking about. I think that yeah, comes yeah. in there. But I was writing down all the stuff. Like, I wrote down Boma wearing the, uh, like, mechanic apron thing that she had on. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A lot, mm. of, lot of fun stuff going on here. A lot of outfits. Because we get to the best outfit of all time. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Is that the great Saiyan man? The great Saiyan man. You fucking know it, baby. You fucking know it. When a hero yeah, is reborn, he's reborn Ashen. greatly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is when Bulma gives him a watch that he presses a button and it puts on the great Saiyan man outfit. Though he hasn't settled on that name quite yet. No. Uh, but it's this like, it's like a green like tunic over black form-fitting tights, kind of like the tights that Vegeta wore in the last arc under his armor, and every arc before that. Yes. <laughs> uh, under his armor, but in black instead of, like, navy blue. Then he's got, like, a big a belt with, like, a big gold belt buckle. Some uh, very Saiyan-like gloves, with just the exception that the right glove has, like, the watch in it still. Um, and some kind of Saiyan-esque boots. And then a big red cape. 
and a hel- this like orange and black helmet that's like, I mean, I said common Rider, and that's like the only thing I can think to compare it to, because that's definitely what it's trying to evoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, like, it is a super common Rider helmet yep, with two yep, big yep, yep. antennas coming off it. Yeah, it's a very Super Sentai, uh, if that means anything to you. Power Rangers ass for everyone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you really want to try to get to it, imagine a Power on. Rangers helmet with the... With like the face part taken off, so like you could it looks like you can see his mouth moving or anything. But other than that, it's like a Power Rangers helmet, and it looks extremely dumb in the best way possible. And I love that Trunks <laughs> was so excited to see it. Sees and then it as soon as like, he saw it, I don't know if I want one, Mom. Actually, that's pretty, gets the wrong pretty opinion. Yeah, I don't want that at all. Oh, don't worry, he'll he'll come around to it in uh, Dragon Ball Super because in that arc where him and Goten are superheroes, they each get little watches and have their own outfits. I now have my opinion that Trunks still thinks it's kind of lame, but Goten will not let him not wear it because <laughs> yeah, when he makes it Goten's back to Goten, far too into it. Goten's like, this is the sickest shit of all time oh my fucking god let's go through <laughs> i'm watching the moves with my brother he's doing all the dumb fucking moves to introduce himself as the great saiyan man and i have to i'm watching him i'm like this is a good one yeah this is a good one bro yeah <laughs> and i'm like this relationship oh, is yeah. pure this is like one of my favorite there's some like hidden character interactions in uh dragon ball fighters Mm-hmm. Uh, when you like pair certain people together in the story mode, you might get like a short scene of them talking to each other. Uh-huh. One of my favorites is when you pair the Ginyu Force because they're all it's like Captain Ginyu, and then the entire Ginyu Force comes in on like special moves mm-hmm. paired with Adult Gohan, uh, where they talk about the posing, and slowly like Gohan starts to wonder if this like was what influenced him to do all the <laughs> shit when he was Saiyan man. <laughs> Like, seeing the Ginyu Force as a kid. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. I like to think so. It's more fun that way. Yeah, it's more yeah, fun no, to think it's of way it. Just more like, fun. I also just think it so fits Gohan to just be this goofy. Mm-hmm. This person who oh, is a believer in truth, honor, and justice, where <laughs> Goku doesn't give a shit. He gives a shit about that, but it's like, I'm here for fighting. Where but Gohan is like, concern. I do it for these values. <laughs> yeah. It's a constant bit with the great Saiyan man that, like, Gohan's idea of what a hero looks like, he's, like, morally in the right place, but his presentation is just so fucking goofy. Yeah. It's like, what if uh, Superman was just incredibly endearing. lame? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, like, the best way possible be like, Hawk hero, I've come <laughs> to stop you. And it's like, that oh, is, what are you fucking yeah, doing? Yeah, when Kyle. In Kyle Hebert's performance, anytime he has Gohan in the Great Saiyan Man outfit, being the Great Saiyan Man, he goes from talking like this to talking like this, and it's like so fucking <laughs> funny. It's so funny. Like, and and I feel like is, he shoots so down and hide when he's in the Saiyan Man outfit too. Like in the scenes, yeah. he's animated shorter than he is. It certainly seems like it. Honestly, and it's like so much funnier because like this little short guy, this big cape, is like <laughs> it all seems gremlin. a little too big for him. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and he doesn't really fit, and it's all very funny. And like, and so instead of being, but then instead of being like the dumb idiot who's wearing this suit who would get beat up, he is so incredibly powerful. It's like, how dare you mock me? That's what this whole next scene is, which is like so <laughs> funny. Yeah. And he like lands in front of his first two villains dressed up as the great Saiyan man. And they're uh, speeding around in their 69 car, of course, because who wouldn't? <laughs> Did uh, you catch yeah. what Gohan shouted down or shouted as he chained as he uh, went to go stop it? I found no. it right down what he said. Uh, he shouts out, "Transformation call out goes here." <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
God damn you, Kyle Aben. <laughs> I need to hear this. I was playing it in my head. You guys keep going. I just want to hear it. That does sound funny. <laughs> but yeah, he like lands in front of these two villains to stop their joyride. And they're like, who do you think you are? And he has to sit and be like, uh, 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 oh, jeez. Oh, and they're like, they're looking at each other being like, okay, that, that was a rhetorical question. He wasn't supposed to actually answer that. Yeah, but that is he goes like I'm great Saiyan man. Yeah, they're like that's a fucking lame name. More like and he's the like, great, you think- more like the great failure man. Got him. Yeah, and he's like, you think my name is? Uh, you think it's dumb? Like, yeah, like getting like a full like <laughs> this felt like when Goku watched Krillin get exploded is like the emotional reaction that Gohan is having to being called lame. <laughs> it's the first time you've ever seen like you have this inbuilt image of something and you're like, this thing's really fucking cool. Like, I'm really happy I got this made. Bulma's going next to me. I think this is the coolest shit of all time. And someone's like, this thing fucking sucks, you idiot. And he's like. Are you making fun of me? It likes this one stomp, <laughs> shatters the very earth they're on, like cracks through the cement, smash through it. The car gets put into a fucking earthquake like ravine from Gohan's stomp. Then <laughs> <laughs> they're like, We'd never make fun of you, man. What are you talking about? Uh, well, we'll be driving uh, slow from now we're... on. Some, stay safe, citizen. Yeah, it is outrageously funny. It is such a well-timed comedic scene. It's so good. Um, and then this is when Gohan goes home, and Chi-Chi is just fucking, like, horrified by this costume. Remember, <laughs> she's, like, oddly scared of it. But then Goten comes in and is like, Whoa, Gohan, cool costume! This is our introduction to Goten, also voiced by Kara Edwards, who voices uh, Videl. He looks like little Goku. He, he just has is. Goku's exact... Yeah, he has Goku's exact haircut. His, He's little Goku. Roughly his proportions. It's tail. It's the tail difference is how he dresses. Yeah, because he dresses in like the same kind of weird, like kung fu clothes that Chi Chi put Gohan in, but his are like blue, blue and pink, as opposed to Gohan's were like green and red and yellow. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Goten, like, the thing that they, is, like, he's not, like, little Go little Goku. He looks like Goku adult shrunk down because very tall little, little Goku is, like, a little more pudgy, a little yeah. more pudgy, yeah. He got this, like, very different kind of anime style where this Goten's, like, a little more, uh. like, built and compact. Mm-hmm. I think just, just because of a different animation style, really. Yeah, but if honestly, it was the old yeah. one, he would look paunchy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, like yeah. The, the evolution looked, of Toriyama yeah. and the anime style, yeah. But it looks great. But yeah, he I does love look Goten. like. I love little Goten. He is very cute. Uh-huh. He's also great in this episode. Just... I know I'm, he's going to yeah. great on all of us. Uh, go, go, tr- or what is it? Go tanks. Go tanks. Go tanks. That yeah, that's the fusion. Yeah, when that's him the fusion. And... Yeah, he's going to great on us. I know it will probably, or maybe we'll think it's awesome. Who knows? I truly don't know. <laughs> but right now, I'm, I'm all, I'm my stocks for Goten are through the roof right now. <laughs> him like. Being so fucking hyped for everyone coming back, and they just get in front of a mirror and practice great Saiyaman outfits the whole time. Let's <laughs> go. Right. Like works on his catchphrase. Yeah, right. yeah all the yeah, Gohan the, literally just yeah, go ahead. in the outfit rehearsing. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. and they're like, and Goten's like, "This is the fucking best. Oh, you this? That's a great move, brother. Like, just a pure hype yeah. man." That now the great Saiyan can't be stopped because even thinks it's lame, he just can't. He won't be able to see that's lame. He's just like, no, my brother thought this was the sickest thing, <laughs> and my brother's sick, yeah, which no. means this is sick. Yeah, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, Go super strong, like mind. little brother vibes. 
Um, which I know he's like literally a little brother, but he's the very big, like, I think my little brother is cool as hell. <laughs> it's, it's very much, they're like such a sweet siblings. There's no, not at all an anger between both of them. They're just both like, man, we're the coolest people of all time. <laughs> and you're also the coolest people of all time. High five. Let's do a fucking pose. I think Chi Chi described Gohan as 16 going on eight when she saw the costume. And yes. it's very accurate. <laughs> Yeah, that's that really is Gohan. Like somewhere inside, he's just a big nerdy kid, and it's very <laughs> funny. Every once in a while, you have like this like very adult yeah person who's like it's obviously the most and like, but here's like the thing he really loves to do. It's like fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I'm gonna practice in the mirror. I'm the coolest guy. Mm, it's so sweet. It's so good. It's such a good. It's it fits so well with like a Goku style. Without being Goku, like it fits yeah. that that verbiage, the same yeah. passion of how Goku plays in the world in the same way. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, these three episodes do an amazing job of setting up like who is Gohan without like Goku now that he's older, like kind of reestablishing this character as well as establishing where like who everyone is now seven years later and where everyone is. Um, like what is Vegeta up to? Which is like he's pouting. Just mostly. seems to be bitter. That is, yeah. What is, who is Trunks, like, our timeline's Trunks, who's Goten, who is, like, all this stuff. It's really fun. Um, and then, like, he flies off the next day to go to school, Gohan does, and Chi-Chi's like, just watch out for planes and whatnot. <laughs> um, and then I love that it, this, this scene ends with a close-up on Goten's face that the narrator, like, really quick explains so who Goten is funny. after we've already had three scenes with him to be like, oh, he's also Goku's kid. If you could, if you could <laughs> um, have put two and two together, here it is. But with his introduction being literally looking like small Goku and having a giant fish over his shoulder, again, just like when we met Goku. Mm-hmm. It's like poetry, it rhymes. It does. Yeah. And then Gohan shows up at school and hearing everybody talk about great Saiyan man and be like, he dresses like an idiot. And then he has like, <laughs> it's really cool, Gohan actually. A- yeah, I thought Gohan was about to like smash the school in half because he gets worked <laughs> up about it. And he's like, his outfit is incredible and he is a symbol of justice and he's so brave and cool and his dick is mad. <laughs> and he's cool and awesome and my friend. So shut up. Yeah. And then this is when Videl gets a call from the fucking police. Yeah, the fucking police <laughs> captain like, calls her up and is like, yo, Videl, we got a situation. She's like, on it, chief. Hey, teach, I gotta leave. Go, Godspeed, Videl. Yeah, I love that everyone is just on board for Videl to go be like a fucking, like the Batman of this city. I love that. Except it's if like everybody like, knew who he yeah, was. Yeah, it is like, Godspeed, Videl, you crazy hero. You and your father <laughs> saving the world. We'll do all the homework. Like, they're just such, they're so like into the idea that this is like the daughter of the greatest hero of all time. So it, it just feels like it makes sense. And then Gohan's like, I gotta piss real bad. I gotta go pee pee. No. I need to leave. <laughs> I've gotta piss. And runs out. Um. <laughs> And then we get, like, an actual action scene, but with Videl doing her hero thing as we have this, like, bus full of senior citizens that gets taken hostage. Who are having hostage. just the time of their lives. Easily one of the funnier bits in these episodes <laughs> is all the senior citizens being like, I'm just happy to have a good time and be involved. <laughs> all the other people at the old folks home are going to be so jealous that we got kidnapped. <laughs> I fucking love when they do the picture scene where the two... He's like, now, now, Sonny, you smile for the camera since you're kidnapping us. 
And the, uh, they're like, we're not doing any pictures. She's like counting down. They're like, we're not doing it. And then like at three, they both snap and do like the thumbs up or like the, the peace signs of <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, okay, we're back to normal. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a perfect little scene. <laughs> Um, it, it does a good job as well of just really emphasizing like this is low stakes like we're in like comedy slice of life territory like <laughs> nothing bad is gonna happen by the end of this scene yeah, it's very and much like fine. look like, it's three it's gunmen of kidnapped and we get to explore the character it's like three gunmen yeah. have kidnapped old people it's fucking Dragon Ball we've dealt with destruction planet destruction wide <laughs> creatures this is not a big deal in the scope of our show it is funny we'll yeah. just make it funny yeah, just about anybody who fights with anything that isn't their bare hands is not a threat in the world of Dragon yeah. Ball. Guns don't kill people. We've established this by now. Hmm. But this is, yeah, when Videl, like, swoops in on her jet as they're chasing it. And she actually has some, like, sick action here as she, like, runs up across the roof of the bus, just dives in with, like, a flying front kick to take out the first guy. Like, that was a nice little bit of choreography. Then it becomes a fucking, like, Looney Tunes cartoon mm -hmm. as she literally enters, like, a puff cloud of dust <laughs> and just the occasional fist or face comes out of it, one of which just casually backhands the driver unconscious. <laughs> uh, very good bit. It was very funny to me to see the, like, fucking smoke cloud and, like, fist coming out of it as the fight went on. Um... And then, yeah, she, Videl does, in fact, manage to take down all three of these armed kidnappers on her own, which I think was a good way to establish, like, we do need to show Videl is good at this. Yeah. Um, like, she can't use key. She's not, like, gonna be able to break apart a mountain with her bare hands like Gohan. She is someone who is good at what she does yeah like again her character her setup here is what if mr satan like actually went out and did shit yeah what if he what if he trained what if he, what if he really did put in the effort and train here what but if, then uh what if? what if but they all realize this just in time for the truck to then go, or the bus that go careening off of a cliff. Yeah, for Fidel has fallen fallen victim to, to the classic blunder of killing the guy who's driving the vehicle you're in. Mm hmm. And then it goes over the edge. They're falling. They're freaking out. But suddenly the bus just like stops falling, and that's when she looks out and sees, you guessed, Great Salmon. <gasps> Hell yeah. Yeah. Which, he just, like, grabs the bus and just slowly lowers it down. Very Superman-ass <laughs> moment here. <laughs> and then they always like, don't worry, citizens. And he, like, goes off. He does, like, all of his fucking posing. And he's like, it is I, the champion of justice, the ultimate good, great Saiyaman. He does the, like, there's a pose. If I remember right, he does it in this scene. There is a pose that becomes synonymous with Great Saiyaman, where he's, like, standing there, feet a little wider than shoulder-width apart, mm -hmm. bent, takes both of his hands, and sort of just dips them over where, like, the tips of his fingers are touching, forming, like, an inv like a V-shape yes. on his forehead. That is, like, the Great Saiyaman pose. Um, he practiced that for two hours which, last night. Yeah, he's like, all those hours of practicing last night are really paying off in his eternal monologue, and it cuts to Videl and everyone else just looking at him. They're just like, this guy is so fucking lame. <laughs> oh, thanks, I guess. 
<laughs> it is this joke has yet to stop being funny to me in these three episodes because they will do it again but every time they do it is outrageously funny to me because it, it's it's one of those things it's just so character motivated too and it's like nobody these lines would not work if Kyle Hebert and like they were reading it knowing it was a setup to a joke it's the like intense earnestness that Gohan goes into this with meeting the reality of how fucking stupid he looks is incredibly good. <laughs> um, but also the fact that no one tells him because he is, in fact, the strongest person in the room and is saving them. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think anybody has the heart to tell him that he's late. They do owe him one. This will be the one. Yeah. And this is the end of episode 100, um, which there is one quick thing where, like, as he's about to fly up, he's like, and goodbye, Fidel, and flies off. Fidel's like, wait, I never introduced myself. I mean, to be fair, she's one, Mr. Satan's daughter, and two, has a career of doing hero shit on her own time. So, like, it's not, yeah, it's not weird, that Fidel. Surprising. It's like, you came to the right conclusion that this is someone that you know, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's cut to episode 101, which opens with a fucking plane crash because shit just seems to constantly be going At wrong. Satan in International City. Airport. Yeah, get on this shit, King Furry. <laughs> There's a there are some major infrastructure problems <laughs> here too, because like half of these aren't even criminals; they're just like failures of like the general Building city planning fire. of Satan City. <laughs> How's this? Well, yeah. like, because, like, these episodes start, it's like, it's been seven years, and seven years of peace, people grow complacent, and crime is on the rise as they're set up. And I'm like, is this going to end up tying into why Boo's waking up? I mean, we'll see if they, they wrap this all together. Um, I know for Boo, it does take some kind of, like, fighting energy or, like, negative yeah, energy. Yeah, there's some, like, negative or, like, pain energy or some shit. So I wonder if they're going to tie that into that. I thought it was just, like, energy energy. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. I thought it was just, like, fighting energy. And I know they're, like, they specifically state that, like, Majin Vegeta and Goku fighting each other specifically accelerates Majin Buu's, like, getting out of the thing. Yeah. Um... So somehow, like, the energy has to be collected from people in combat in some way, it seems. Hmm. It's, like, somewhere on the rules. Although know. it could just be everybody raises their key when they fight, so who knows. We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Which this episode also opens, like, Gohan saves the plane, does a pose, everyone looks at him lame. Still funny. <laughs> um, and then there's a massive building fire, and we see Videl being cool as shit. As they're, like, over the building, and she's just like, wish me luck! And their helicopter pilot's like, wait, what the fuck? And she just, like, dives yeah. out of the helicopter. Yeah, she's like, hey, is that a water tower? Yeah. Good, we can use that. And the pilot just kind of looks at her and goes, to do what? <laughs> Which is, I do love her response of being like, last I checked, water's good against fire. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. But she just, like, dives off and tries to open the thing, and she can't, because they do, like, throw away a line to be like, it's probably been, like, welded shut by the fire by now. It is also super hot um, because of the fire. Yeah, which, she has gloves. <laughs> but she dives in to try to open it, fails to, the fire is getting closer and closer, and then Gohan 
uh, as Great Saiyaman shows up, punches a hole in the side <laughs> of it, and it dumps out easily 40, like 40 to 50 times more water than it ever should have had it's in it. It's very funny, because like because when she flags the water tower and the guy's like, yeah, but like that's not going to be near enough water in there to save the building. And Videl's like, no, nah, I just need to save the roof. And then they break the water tower, and it's easily enough to save the entire building. Who knew? Yeah. The base that Videl is just here to save people and isn't here to, like, fit, you know, protect property. <laughs> She's uh, gonna blow up that building on the way out. Mm-hmm. I do love, it does cut to Mr. Satan chilling in a bathrobe watching this being like, these schmucks trying to save everybody, which I'm like, that's your daughter risking her I'm life, I'm sorry, buddy. he is relaxing in Satan Palace in just a bathrobe right. and a goblet of wine. King he is shit. living his best life. Thirty-dollar <laughs> bottle of wine, right there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but then we get another scene after this of like Gohan flying as Great Saiyan. He's about to change because this is how he just gets to school now, so no one looks at him weird because mm-hmm. he can fly faster than the the Nimbus. Um, but Videl clocks him while she's riding around in her jet, and follows him. And this is what I started to question the last scene where she's like, I don't care about the property damage. I just want to save lives. And this one, I think she just doesn't care about property damage in general. Because <laughs> then she also causes a decent amount of property damage just so chasing much. Gohan. But, uh, you yeah. know, say Mr. Satan's rich. You can pay that off. Uh, yeah, I wonder how and yeah, then he's Gohan, all the money in the world at this point. Yeah. I mean, the only person who could possibly be richer a, than him is Bulma. True. Uh, she follows him to a park, and they, like, talk for a little bit, and he's like, I'm not gonna tell you my secret identity, go away. Oh, come on, and it's come the on! More she's insistent. I mean, my favorite part of the scene is then he just walks over to her, like, jet <laughs> thing, picks it Don't up, you do it. flies I'm it do up it. Don't to a do nearby it. roof. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I just need to, yeah, like, it's a fucking, like, you're, uh, like, you're trying to tell a cat they've been bad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm just going to put this over here until you earn it again. Goodbye. And then just, like, flies <laughs> off. Um, it's so fucking good. Uh, but, yeah, Gohan just, like, lands on the roof of the high school and changes back. Which I just... There's such a, like, anime trope of, like, people going up to the roof of their high school to have, like, emotional moments. That some part of me desperately wanted Gohan to do this. Change back, run downstairs. Camera hangs on the shot for a little longer pan over to the right there's yugi and his friends <laughs> they're just like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> just hard cut <laughs> i know they wouldn't but man it'd be really somebody funny. make the meme yeah this probably would have been the tfs joke if tfs did this arc um but then yeah we get they both land in there uh Oh god, was it there's another scene after this of Gohan fighting crime. Uh yeah, because uh, they get out of class, Gohan runs into the class and everybody's like or Videl gets back and they're like, "Damn, that's crazy. Gohan only got here like 10 minutes before you got here." She goes, "Hmm, that's a little suspicious." And then the scene ends right. and then he's like gets harassed by some goons. I guess I don't remember why the goons are there, but they're there doing goon things. And Gohan's about to start getting his rocks off with the fight and then Videl shows up and he's like, "Oh, I can't throw a punch anymore." That's right, because I remember clocking when uh, Gohan in the scene says, violence is never, is never the answer, or never solves anything. And then he, like, the guy punches him, and then he's like, 
You, know, you asked for it. Now I'm defending <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, I like when the but, goons uh, when the goons eventually leave. The guy who like punched Gohan's like, yeah, like my face is stinging, but man, my hand feels like I punched a wall. Yeah, because like Videl sees Gohan as he's about to get beat up, and he he's like, well, shit, I have to maintain kayfabe, <laughs> so he just lets them beat him up a little bit. And so Videl dives in, kicks the guy in the face like hard as fucking possible, and they bail. But yeah, that that scene as Zach I also described like you say, happens. Lets really him good. beat him up a little bit when lets himself look like he gets beat up a little bit as your friend because he doesn't even get, he pops up, no, no yeah. bruises, no nothing, yeah. man looks like fine as. Because it, 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 it probably, literally, you pretty, probably got punched was like, now nah, I have to jump backwards and hit the ground a few yeah. times. But it's like, he got hit by Rehearse, a baseball. Like, rehearsing it through his head, yeah. Like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it does later show, like, go the guy's driving off, and he's like, you're cheap. Because the same person who punches Gohan is the one who gets kicked in the face by Videl. Mm-hmm. And he has a bruise on his cheek, and it's like... Are you okay? He's like, yeah, that kick fucking hurt, but not nearly as bad as my fist hurts after <laughs> punching that one guy. <laughs> Which is very funny. Yeah, that like, uh, really, there wasn't like, it was Gohan who moved backwards. It was like his punch actually did anything. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd yeah, fucking no. hurt Gohan. I mean, it'd be like throwing a cotton ball at his head. Yeah. I think the cotton ball. Would That's do how more he makes damage. it seem. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then but, another uh, mission yeah, this for Videl. Yeah. Does wristwatch. she learn yeah, is anything? Back in class? No, she's yeah. her I, she does daughter. She's probably stupid. No offense to her. <laughs> this yeah, this no, woman spends zero time in school. But yeah, she is sitting there in class and then gets a call again as like Erasa is just trying to like talk gossip. Mm-hmm. She just gets a call and they're like, hey, the the criminals that you kicked one of them in the face earlier have now are now holding the mayor hostage. It was a knife. <laughs> yeah. And a rocket launcher. Which Yeah, this is what we see the mob boss or their gang boss is literally it's Nappa. Nappa. It's in Nappa like with a suit. like Chaozu's pointy hat. Yes, as his hair. Now Nappa in a Nappa in a vest, like not like a suit and jacket, but a suit with a vest and like looking slick. Uh, yeah. And a, that hat, and he has a Russian accent, which is very funny. Uh, the character's actual name is Rock, but it's Nappa. <laughs> uh, but I was just like, man, the Red Shark Gang has really elevated their shit from <laughs> "We are doing a joyride" We're to harassing we have a teenager, the yeah. actual mayor. <laughs> <laughs> we have kidnapped the mayor in exchange for because I think they say they want Mister Satan. Well, they want to yeah. fight if he fights Mister Satan, then Rock, then. Rock gets the city by proxy yeah, is the idea. Because if he beats Mr. Satan and Mr. Satan beats Cell and he's stronger than Mr. Satan, then it's going to be called Rock City now, baby. And Rock City does have a good ring mm. to it. Does have a good ring to it. It's short, punchy. Like the rock. <laughs> Very true. And Hercules hiding in his attic. Mm-hmm. Watching like this Literally shitty television. Literally his attic. Cr- he's like, don't like a pick yeah, he's like, don't people know to pick your fights? <laughs> and then, uh, uh, Videl doesn't. Yeah, Videl's like, it's time for me yeah. to go. And the teacher's once again like, that's our Videl. You go out and get them. And Gohan's like, yeah. uh, teach, I Gohan's need to go like, pee. I... And the teacher's like, no pissing for you, boy. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for that again. You've been so pissing Gohan every does. week in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So Gohan does the most subtle thing he can, which is he just rocks his foot on the floor to casually cause an earthquake. I think this is ac- so this is an accident. Yeah, this is an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I read this as like maybe it started. He was like, "What do I do?" And he's tapping his foot, and then slowly he realized what he could do, and then he created the earthquake, and then he's like, "All right," and runs. Yeah, out. So I, I think, think this, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that part. True. Yeah. It's yeah, I think he funny. like didn't start rocking his foot, thinking I'm going to cause an earthquake. And then as soon as the earthquake as as started, started it's like, oh yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, so he just enhanced it. <laughs> like he just like, oh, this is what I can do, so I'm going to do it harder, uh, but not too hard. He doesn't want to hurt anybody, <laughs> except for Napa. He just needs everybody to freak out. I mean, it's Japan. Like the earthquakes happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is we get Videl shows up on the scene first, and she just is immediately throwing down the shit talk. Uh, which, real good. Love that Videl is just ready to throw hands immediately. Uh, I love Rock's line. Uh, that smile will look like a quarry when I'm done with it. Yeah. That line goes hard. Props to the writer. Like, yeah. That's, that line's so dumb, but it goes so hard. <laughs> um, especially because his name is Rock. <laughs> but yeah, uh... Bul- he then shows up on the scene as, like, Videl is starting this fight with Rock, and she's doing pretty good. It's just that then Rock's, like, henchmen start shooting at her to, like, <laughs> distract her. Like, they're not really aiming for her. They're, like, shooting at her feet so uh-huh. that she'll be distracted, and then Rock can just, like, come in and beat her up easy. Um, So Gohan lands. He calls Gohan a cosmonaut, which is funny to me. <laughs> um. But that's when, the, like, Gohan agrees to just, like, take down the henchmen while Videl handles Rock. Hold up, there's one There's does. one small thing I want to point out. Gohan lands, and they, like, menace him with a gun. And Gohan, like, puts his, puts, like, two fingers up behind, like, so the barrel's between his two fingers, and just, like, twists them to snap the, the gun barrel. It's really cool. Mm. It is, he does it so casually, too. Like he's just like, oh, hey, God, and just bends it and breaks it. The guy's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I do, yeah, um, I just love it when anyone runs into this, this, the Saiyan <laughs> families. And he's like, two fingers, bends the gun. The guy's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But they still try to just shoot Gohan, which does not work. Somebody even rounds the corner with a rocket launcher, which. Yeah. Really just seems to emphasize that it's really easy to get a rocket launcher in the Dragon Ball universe. Well, I always imagine this world is like Superman or Batman world where, yeah, I guess it just kind of is. It just, there's, just a, there's just an RPG seller on every store. Right, it's like, how does everyone fucking get them in that <laughs> world too? I don't know, you just kind of The do, fucking I Resident guess. Evil merchant running around selling yes. people rocket launchers. Uh-huh. It's... It's very good. I do like that uh, also when Videl starts yelling at Gohan for showing up to help. Yeah. I think someone responds with like, or when the police is like, or the rifle who it is, he's like, and someone's like, they're, they're having a lover's quarrel. Yeah, that's the police chief. Yeah, yeah. yeah the police chief, there's a lover's <laughs> quarrel going on. Which, good on the police chief it's for fair. clocking that faster than most people do. <laughs> he clocked that faster than Gohan and Videl. I know. <laughs> also, Gohan stopping the observer. rocket with fucking mind powers. Yeah. Forcing it back. Beat Gohan yeah, maneuver. This is, we're, yeah, we're deep in the era of people using Ki. That seems to just be like Gohan's signature technique at this point. Like, the one that's the most uniquely his. 
You should do it like, From my understanding, it's less like telekinesis and more like using key to create like air pressure barriers that you like push shit back with. Makes sense. Yeah, and it does like when a key eye is used effectively in choreography in this show, it can be really cool. It's like a cool, more subtle technique than, you know, shooting a big ass laser. I just think of the um, I mean, no, go ahead, you keep going. I was just gonna say, and it were they use it to good effect here. That's it. Yeah. I, ju I just like this sequence. What were you going to say? Um, there's a quote. I'm trying to remember it. Uh, fuck. I've, now my brain like lost it. But um, was it any sufficiently advanced form of martial Technology. arts distinguishable from magic? No, yeah. you're wrong. You got it wrong. It's any advanced form of martial arts. Oh, shit. You're right. Distinguishable from magic. That's all I have to say. It's obviously I mean, true. Get... We're going to get something like that in fucking Dragon Ball Super later when we see Jiren, who is so strong that he does key eyes, essentially, but he does them by punching. And they're like, the pressure <laughs> differential that he creates when he punches is what creates the shockwave that goes forward. Like, he is doing key eyes with no use of key at all. That's He's just that buff. Yeah, because that is the level of power creep that we're eventually going to get I think there's also an anime that just came out that's like, what if there's a really strong wizard who didn't know any spells, and like that's the whole... Oh, Mashal. Oh, okay, that is true. <laughs> ah, the muscle Magic wizard. Magic muscle, Mashal. No, it's literally <laughs> muscle wizard, the anime, except like, he has literally zero magic, he just gets jacked. It's the... There's like a tweet that I saw like years ago where somebody was just like, this magic duel shit is easy. You just run over and punch the guy 14 times in the chest before you can break open some nerd ass <laughs> book and read a spell. And it's like somebody read that and created a now hit anime slash manga out of that premise. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, every every good. quote we always bring it back to the drill quote. <laughs> I, I'm going to specialize in melee combat, therefore no sniper can kill me because I'll just run up and kill them. First. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to drill tweets. <laughs> I just remember when like Elon Musk first took over Twitter, uh, and somebody was like, "I'm running around running through the archives, yeah. drill tweets." Like, I, yeah. <laughs> the library of Alexandra is so good. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, this is when Gohan takes out the, the like, henchman, and he turns, and Videl is in a headlock, which, this will not be the last time Videl is caught in a headlock, but this will be the time that it goes the best for her, as, like, Gohan's about to dive in, and then she just, like, breaks out of it, and just, like, sidekicks him in the head. It's pretty sick. It is really sick. It is. Um, Love this fight. Yeah, then she's like, "You, I don't need your fucking help. Who even are you?" And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh all right, whatever." Hey, what's Bye. that over there? And like, then pulls a Batman disappearance. Yeah. <laughs> and we get one more of those because then the final scene of the episode is like Erasa, Sharpner, Gohan, all like leaving school, and that's when like Sharpner, I think, or Erasa reveals that Gohan also just disappeared right after like she did. Mm -hmm. And when she attempts to confront him on it, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the hell? That's when Sharpner's <laughs> like, huh, classic Gohan. That guy's so cool. I just like, I love the door that he's just fully on Gohan's side. Yeah, he is just like, Gohan's fucking sick. 
He went from, like, just calling Gohan a dweeb to being a huge Gohan stan. You know, he looked uh, like a dweeb, like but now that I'm actually up next to him, good lord is he jacked. Yeah, he had the, yeah, he fixed the revelation of, like, the problem with that first scene. <laughs> oh, I get it. He's yeah, small because he's far long. away, not because he's small. Ah, I get it now. Yeah, he just doesn't understand this conceptually. <laughs> uh, these episodes are sick. Yeah, they're like some of the best shit that we've seen. Yeah, no, these these episodes are really, really fun. These shows go fucking hard. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Is that too much? Watch the uh Boo Goaded. Best best arc. Best arc goo boo. I don't need to watch anymore. I just deciding it now. Yeah, this is it. Yeah. This is this is the best it gets. Okay, cool, we're done. Yep. I mean I think like yeah. The Boo arc has a lot of highs. It just also has a lot of lows and just goes on way longer than it needs to. I I did watch final chapters I think like one time before and I vaguely remember it being better, but like I still remember it having problems here. And like that was the manga also had a pacing problem here. So we're starting on a high. I don't anticipate us staying here forever. But I am I think like younger me hated all this stuff like did not enjoy the great Saiyan stuff because i was like get back to the fighting because i was <laughs> 10 um, <laughs> and younger now i'm watching this as an adult and i'm like oh this is like i really enjoy these character interactions <laughs> just getting to see them hang out um, that's that good shit yeah i am like yeah my tastes have evolved and changed over time and i'm now realizing like oh i do really enjoy all this stuff like this is good character writing for gohan and just, I don't know, it just feels good to watch this and see them enjoy their lives and have fun. And not a Goku in sight in these three episodes. I know. Well, there's a small Goku, but, you know. Yeah. I think Goku would <laughs> always be proud really of his did. son for being the great Saiyan. Oh, oh, Goku No, Goku would be cool supporting this all the way. Yeah, he would be trying his hardest to make sure that he does this. I don't think he would get his own suit, but he would think about it for a second. He definitely would. He would probably ask Go. The only thing he would be weird about is he'd be like, Gohan, why are you wearing a suit? Like, just go do yeah. it. <laughs> like, who cares if anybody sees you do it? Like, Goku, Goku's, like, quote-unquote secret identity is not an intentional choice. <laughs> it's just that he doesn't care about the notoriety or the lack of it. Now, son, I'm going to be real with you. I love the get-up. That helmet is ruining your peripheral version. Why are you wearing that? Yeah, he's like, you should... Why are you wearing a helmet? How are you going to fight good? <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah, on the whole, these three episodes just have fun character writing, some really stellar animation. It's a fun setup. Uh, I can see if the episodes continue like this for too much longer, it will start to wear on me. Because there is not... It's like, it works in these three episodes. There's not a ton of evolution. It's going pretty slow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much longer it's going to be this dynamic, like, until it actually shifts to the point that, like, now we're seeing, like, well, now he's training with Videl and stuff yeah, I like feel, that. Yeah, I feel like Videl should find out next episode. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm hoping. By the next WSP, if not oh, yeah. the next uh, actual episode look, if, of look, Dragon if she Ball doesn't Z find Pat. out by the end of our next podcast episode, I'm going to be having a very different tune coming out of that one. Yeah, same. So we'll see how that goes, but for now we're we're on a high. We're we're <laughs> things are going. We're out good. of the doldrums of fucking Broly, and we're back to boo. boo. Oh my god, we should watch. Yeah, Broly I was gonna again. say because we 
No, yeah. we should not. We loved the Cell Saga. Like, I think we were all pretty high on the Cell Saga. It had some issues there, mostly in music, but now, and also, like, Cell coming back was very <laughs> out of left field, even though we all knew it was coming. Um, now I'm, like, just, I'm enjoying the setup. We'll see where they go with it. I mean, I know where they go with it vaguely, but I haven't experienced it in this way in such a long time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'll... That's all I've got. I don't know if y'all have anything else y'all want to say. All right. Well, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.